Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Look 
me I am. Good morning and welcome to 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, Rockland County at 91.9 FM and around the world on the web at jmtheam.org. A big welcome to those who are tuned in on the app, listening in uh, different cities and on different roadways uh, around this globe. It is, uh, it is just amazing and very heartening to hear about how many people go out of their way to, well, maybe it's not so out of the way, who, um, who go ahead and um, hook into our uh, NSN app or our JMNAM app and just listen to the uh, uh, the program on a daily basis. I say thank you. It's Monday on this 27th of January to 26th of Shvat. Today, the 27th of January, is Holocaust Remembrance Day, International Holocaust Remembrance Day. And today is significant, even more so maybe than other years, because of this uh, incredible gathering that's going on as we speak in uh, Auschwitz with uh, the majority of the Knesset convening uh, there in Eastern Europe. Could you imagine that? And we'll talk a little bit about that later on. I already already saw some uh, articles about some of the statements made and some of the things going on at that ceremony today. 31 degrees, 71% humidity, winds west at 4, afternoon showers with a high temperature of 38, partly cloudy tonight. The low goes back to 10 it was nice getting a respite for one night, I'll tell you. Low is 10 tonight, mostly sunny, only 19 tomorrow. Yushalayim, Tel Aviv, Haifa, all at 66. A lot at 70. We're at 31 here on a Monday as we wake up in Jersey City, the home of the two Super Bowl teams. Yeah, three amazing things going on in Jersey City this week. One, the Seattle Seahawks are here, staying in one of the hotels right near us. Two, the Denver Broncos are here, staying in one of the hotels near us. And three, the Kosher Halftime Show is being finalized as we get set to present on our site at NahumSiegel.com an amazing Kosher Halftime Show. It's an alternate to what they may be showing on Fox this Sunday once the first half comes to an end. We've already announced that it's Lenny Solomon and Schlockrock who are going to be playing the Kosher Halftime Show. Everybody looking forward to it. A big thank you to our friends at Cedar Market in Teaneck, New Jersey, to our friends at Empire, to our friends at the OU. Uh, they love kosher stuff, and in this case, they love a kosher halftime show. And, um, again, we will be uh, counting down to Sunday. We have a lot of stuff to cover this Sunday in regard to the Super Bowl. A lot of different angles, a lot of different angles that we will hopefully be able to explore in a little bit more of a sports week, especially this year because of the... Uh, because of the geography, the Super Bowl is happening in this state, in the state of New Jersey. First time ever. How do you like that? JM in the AM and uh, big week ahead, of course, as I said. the a uh, lot to check out, lots to do, and we'll uh, start it all off today with some uh, extra special guests, including the brand-new international director of NCSY, who's going to be joining us live in studio. A lot of folks had some time off over the last few days. Oh, yes. It was yeshiva break. There was a big vacation that has come to an end. It is back to school and back to work for a lot of people this morning. In fact, we had a court report last night. Elliot Weiselberg had a court report last night. The sports programming for us at the Nahum Siegel Network is back in full swing. So, um, yeah, we're, we're raring to go. We're ready to roll, and I'm glad you're choosing us to wake up for a, a brand-new Monday as uh, you get ready to go back to school and back to work. Yes, yes, yes. Amram Adar had Gitvach. You heard Avremo with Agutavach off of Amachaya. <laughs> Benny Friedman, Echoes of a Holy Day, the final cutoff, B'nei Hechala. 
his uh, Shabbos with Benny Friedman CD. Soul Farm with Hine Kel. Masach Hashem, our Monday morning theme song. That's, of course, Mayor Sherman and Regesh Modani opening things up as we say good morning. Well, i got to continue with the star of the big kosher halftime show coming up Sunday when you log on to the NahumSiegel.com website at halftime. Here he is, Lenny Solomon, Schlockrock. This is JM in the AM. Israel, I mean. 
The Kalbach medley off of Eighth Day Live. Before that, Yaakov Shweki with Kolod, his title track. Schlockrock, who's going to be doing the uh, Big Kosher halftime show this coming Sunday uh, when the uh, two teams that are staying in Jersey City take a break halfway through the game. Uh, there they are with uh, Hine Kale, uh, and that's off of uh, a Shabbat in Liverpool here at JM in the AM. 31 degrees, afternoon showers, a high 38. Temperature drops like a rock for tonight. All the way to 10 degrees. May actually rain this afternoon. Well, that's the afternoon showers we mentioned. J.M. and the A.M. on a Monday as we head back to school and back to work. And I thank all of you for tuning in, being part of the action. Um, big week for us as we will uh, definitely get some Super Bowl talk in as the week progresses. 
there are some angles that I think would be very interesting to our community. If you haven't liked our Facebook update page, make sure to do so. Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. Again, if you haven't liked the page yet, make sure to do so. Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel. And uh, on Twitter, at Nahum Siegel Net, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L. N-E-T, simple as that. Israel will no longer tolerate Palestinian incitement and attempts to isolate it in international institutions. Defense Minister Moshe Yalon said this Monday, speaking at an event to mark International Holocaust Remembrance Day, the Defense Minister lashed out at the PA for claiming to seek peace on one hand, uh, yet encouraging, quote, efforts to boycott Israel. In the PA, whose leadership presents itself as one that is striving to reach an agreement with us, the brutal, insufferable incitement against the state of Israel and the Jewish people continues, Yalon said. This incitement is manifest in the education system and the media, where the hatred and poison ought to be an affront to any human. It is creating another generation of Palestinian children who are taught to look at the expulsion and destruction of the Jews as a realistic possibility instead of educating them toward a culture of peace and coexistence alongside Israel. I remind you that uh, a whole host of members of Knesset are in Auschwitz today for International Holocaust Remembrance Day, very symbolic and significant event, and that is happening uh, as we speak uh, right now in Eastern Europe. On January 27th, day Auschwitz was uh, liberated by the Russians uh, back at the end of World War II, or toward the end, I should say, of World War II. J.M. and the A.M., good morning. Thanks for joining us, everyone. It is uh, much appreciated. If you missed any of our programming last week, including last Monday's conversation with Yaakov Shweki, and, of course, Friday when Malcolm Honline helped us analyze the events of the week during our weekly update, check out the archive section later on of jmandtheam.org. A lot of people were away last week. You may have some catching up to do, so make sure to take care of that. Also, the 9 at 9 is counted down every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern. We want your votes to be included in the 9 at 9. We want your votes to be included. Only way to do that is to go to the 9 at 9 link at the very top of com and to participate with us, make sure that we have your uh, your votes, make sure that we have your uh, input. And uh, yes, he's why, because he does every single um, uh, Tuesday night at 9 p.m. We'll make sure to count down those uh, selections starting from number 9 all the way to number 1, and we repeat that uh, that whole countdown Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. right here at jmandtheam.org. All right, so there's a lot to do. When you're a listener of this show <laughs> and when you're enjoying all the original content and programming that we are providing, there is a lot to do. Hopefully you will get to it ASAP. Cole Zimra is next. This is JM in the AM. Oh. 
J.M. in the A.M. with Yidl, that's called Mikimi, Monday morning. Before that, you heard Cole Zimra on Achenu, 8th day with the Kalbach medley off 8th day live here at J.M. in the A.M. 31 degrees, afternoon showers, a high of 38. Good morning, especially to those who have just returned from vacation and are getting J.M. in the A.M. back into their daily routine. Welcome back to you. To those who are tuned in, no matter where you are around the globe, much appreciated. And a big thank you to those tuned in right now in Petach Tikva, Israel. Seems there's a contingent of listeners right now who are preparing for exams and listening in here at jmandtheam.org, and it's much appreciated. On a Monday, as uh, we get set for a brand new week, we welcome all of you and remind you that tomorrow our Yeshiva League Sports Update returns. I want to thank Elliot Weiselberg, who actually put together a full half-hour court report last night. Even during winter break, he is amazing in getting together that information and informing our audience, those especially those who are into Yeshiva League sports, and I thank him for that. That will be repeated, by the way, Tuesday night at 7, right here at jmtheam.org. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, 
Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Golly, it's all in the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up and plenty more. We'll also meet the uh, international director of NCSY, the brand new one. In the 8 o'clock hour this morning right here at JMNAM. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast next at JMNAM. Galit Sal, Asha'a 2, Kan Shibel Karmi Mansour, in what's happening now. Meta Mibtsaya, Isha, Shinifzaya Kashemeod, Befitsutsa Gaz, Birushalayim, Lifnekeshavua. Bayamima Haronimi, Aitami Ushpezet, Beveta Holim Hadassain Kerem. Bechach Allah Le Arbaa, Minyana Arugim Basson. שר הביטחון משה בוגי יעלון אומר בטקס לציון יום השואה הבינלאומי הבוקר במכון מסואה גם במאה ה-21 העם היהודי מתמודד עם הסתה ואנטישמיות. Incitement is manifested in the education system. Sadly, it is shaping another generation of Palestinian children. Treat expulsion and extermination of Jews as a realistic option. מנהיגי הרשות הפלסטינית טוענים שהם חותרים לשלום עמנו, אבל אנחנו עדים להסתה בוטה ובלתי נסבלת נגד ישראל והעם היהודי. אמר יעלון והוסיף, ההסתה במערכת החינוך ברשות מעצבת דור של פלסטינים להאמין שאפליה וגירוש של יהודים הם אפשרות ריאלית. את הדברים הביא כתבנו אלדר גילרן. עוד מאירועי יום השואה הבינלאומי בפולין נמשך הסיור של עשרות חברי הכנסת במחנה ההשמדה אושוויץ וכאן בארץ נמשכת הביקורת על הנסיעה. יונה חודס, ניצול שואה, דיבר בתוכניתנו עושים צהריים. הפרלמנט הישראלי לא עושה כלום למען ניצולי השואה. הדבר היחידי שהם עשו, הם טיילו למשך 24 שעות עם הבטחה שעולה מיליונים אפשר היה לעשות את זה עם נוער, עם חיילים מצטיינים, מיותרת לגמרי הנסיעה הזאת. שגריר ארצות הברית בישראל, דן שפירו, מתייחס למתיחות בין שתי המדינות אחרי הדברים שאמר שר הביטחון יעלון על מזכיר המדינה קרי. אנחנו עובדים באופן מאוד הדוק יחד עם כל שרי הממשלה, בטוח ראש הממשלה, שר הביטחון, שר החוץ ומזכיר מדינה קרי יגיע בימים הקרובים וימשיך עם העבודה בגלל המחויבות שלנו לביטחונה של ישראל וגם לעתידה של ישראל בשלום עם שכניה. אלימות בבית הספר, תלמיד בן 14 דקר את חברו באמצעות מספריים. כתבתנו שרון פולבר. תלמיד כיתה ט' בבית הספר גימנסיה הרצליה בתל אביב נפצע קל לאחר שנדקר באוזנו באמצעות מספריים על ידי תלמיד אחר. הפצוע הובא לקבלת טיפול רפואי בבית החולים איכילוב, והנער שעל פי החשד תקף אותו נעצר על ידי המשטרה והובא לחקירה. הרקע לאירוע הוא סכסוך בין שני התלמידים. דובר צה"ל לשעבר, יואב פולי מרדכי, הועלה הבוקר לדרגת אלוף, והשבוע הוא ימונה למתאם הפעולות בשטחים. למיטב הבנתי, למרות התמורות שמתחוללות במזרח התיכון, דווקא איו"ש ועזה יחזרו לסדר היום. אתה חוזר למגרש משחקי יותר מוכר לך, ואין לי ולו הספק הקל שבקלים, שאתה תדע לנווט אותו ואותנו במרחב הזה בצורה שהיא מאוד מאוד טובה. התחזית משעות הערב צפוי גשם לפרקים בצפון הארץ ובמרכזה, בלילה גם סופות רעמים. 
אלה החדשות שעורך הדר שיפר.
Monday morning with Simcha Liner. He's singing the first dance in an Aaron Teitelbaum production from last month at the end of December. Simcha Liner here at JM in the AM. You know, I, uh, a lot of people, you know, it's Super Bowl week and, you know, we're talking about the two teams staying here in Jersey City and all that stuff and we have a big, big, big thing going on Sunday. We call it the Kosher Halftime Show. More and more details as we get closer. Here at JM in the AM. But um, one of these sidelights, and we don't usually know this because uh, we are not usually, no city in the New York, New Jersey area is usually the host city for the Super Bowl. So this is something we learned this time around, you know, being part of the host city. <laughs> I'm talking like I'm the ambassador of the Super Bowl. I love it. Uh <laughs> One of the one of the things is there's a lot of stuff going on around the Super Bowl that's not 
football related. I'll give you an example. Uh, there's a very big Brooklyn Net game coming up toward this weekend. There's a very big New York Knicks game coming up toward this weekend. There's a very big Ranger game Wednesday night at Yankee Stadium. There's a lot of stuff that sports fans in general are coming in from around the country are going to seek out to enjoy. Now I understand why Simcha Liner and Benny Friedman are in concert this Saturday night for the Young Israel of Manhattan. I was wondering why the concert chair people of the Young Israel of Manhattan chose this weekend for their annual concert. Very often, it's much later in February. I was wondering why they would choose this weekend. And now, it has become increasingly obvious to me. They know that there are plenty of people in New York and New Jersey this coming Shabbos because of the Super Bowl on Sunday. And they knew that there had to be some type of major Jewish music event so that the folks who are into Jewish music and love to see it live and may not get a chance to see it live normally would be able to uh, enjoy a concert, you know, I guess what we would call Erev Super Bowl, the night before the Super Bowl. And sure enough, the presidium, the chairman, the concert committee of the Young Israel of Manhattan has pulled it off. This coming Saturday night, Benny Friedman headlines, Simcha Liner will be on the bill. It is going to be an amazing event. The Young Israel of Manhattan concert at the corner of Essex Street and Grand Street at Seward Park High School for like the 30-something consecutive year. And I assume, I am assuming that in their brilliance, that is why they chose this weekend. So those of you who are coming in from out of town, those of you who are heading to the New Jersey area, to be here for Super Bowl 48. Keep in mind that it's not just hockey and basketball that you can go to for a little bit of, uh, a little bit of, um, you know, sports that are not football, but you have a Jewish music concert as well as Benny Friedman and Simcha Liner are at the corner of Essex Street and Grand Street in the Lower East Side this coming Saturday night. Should be a lot of fun and a brilliant idea, I must say, a brilliant idea by the Presidium and the Committee for the Young Israel of Manhattan 5774 concert. J.M. and the A.M., speaking of those who are in from out of town, a special welcome to the uh, Shluchot, to the Chabad Rebetzins, to the Chabad ladies from around the world who uh, have such an important leadership role in so many different communities. They were here for their big convention over Shabbos and, of course, the big gathering in New York City last night. Uh, in fact, I was at a big simcha last night, although I would have tried to log on and um, and see the conference uh, live. So a big welcome to those from the Chabad community, especially the ladies who are in from all around the world. When you go back to wherever you are and wherever you uh, you serve the community on this globe, please let everybody know that JM and the AM has a uh, incredible, uh, just an amazing way to reach people and to reach their hearts. And I really uh, I thank you for that. I thank you very much for that. Last night I was uh, down in Lakewood, New Jersey. I want to take this opportunity. Uh, let me just make sure I have all the details here. I want to take this opportunity to uh, wish a mazel tov to the uh, Weintraub and uh, Bornstein families. Uh, Brochi, Weintraub, and Ellie Bornstein, they were married last night. I take this opportunity to wish uh, Rabbi Mrs. Zev Weintraub, 
Rabbi Mrs. Arsher Bornstein of Toronto. The wine shops are from Lakewood. Uh, the Bornsteins are from up in Toronto. A very special Mazda. It was really a beautiful wedding last evening uh, down in Lakewood, New Jersey. And uh, nice to go to Lakewood once in a while. There are uh, there's some folks down there I met who are uh, big JM&AM fans, and I thank them for that. So that was nice. Also, last week, a couple of uh, wonderful simchas that I wanted to acknowledge on the air, which are very special Mazda Dov, to the Shore and Tyler families. Leah Shore and Meshulam Tyler were married this past Thursday night in Brooklyn, New York, and we say Mazel Tov to Rabbi Mrs. Simcha Shore and Mr. and Mrs. Dove Tyler. Shuli and Dove are wonderful friends, and uh, Leah and Mishulam were married this past Thursday night. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at the JM in the AM. And also I want to take this opportunity to uh, wish the Seeger, I hope that's the right pronunciation, the Seeger and the Weisinger families a special Mazel Tov. Shoshana and Akiva were married last week in Los Angeles, California, to uh, Jennifer and Ronnie Seeger, to Lavia and Charlie Weisinger. You may recall Lavia was here for our big 30th anniversary celebration uh, last uh, February uh, when she brought in the incredible uh, end of our fundraiser cake that she had made, <laughs> which people still talk about. Uh, so to the Seegers and the Weisingers, a special Mazda of Shoshana and Akiva were married out in L.A., and we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. So thank God, plenty of simchas to announce, I am happy to say, and may that tradition continue here at JM in the AM. Monday morning, 31 degrees, afternoon showers and a high of 38, 23 minutes after the hour. Here's Eitan Katz. <laughs> Da 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 da
J.M. and the A.M. Monday morning broadcast with Eitan Katz from the Shuvu CD. It's called the Elul Nigun here at J.M. the A.M. As we get closer to Adar 1, to Adar Rishon, we've got the Elul Nigun here at J.M. and the A.M. 31 degrees, afternoon showers, temperature drops tonight. The low will be 10 degrees. Tomorrow the high of uh, 19 with a mostly sunny Tuesday expected. Speaking of Tuesday, don't forget to vote in the top nine at 9. Yes, he's wide, counts him down, 9 p.m. tomorrow night on our stream at jmtheam.org. Make sure to vote. Go to NahumSiegel.com. At the very top of the page, you'll see a 9 at 9 link. Participate. Make sure to vote. And it makes our 9 at 9 uh, a wonderful musical experience, especially the more and more you participate. The uh, big announcement came out over the weekend. Project Productions presents Yaakov Shweki. Remember last Monday when Yaakov Shweki was with us live on the air, he mentioned that there'll likely be... A um, a massive event coming up in the very near future. Well, it's Monday, March 10th. Simcha Liner, who you just heard on the air a couple of minutes ago, Simcha Liner is going to be there. Yaakov Shweki and Baruch Levine are going to be headlining. Happens at Brooklyn College on Monday night, March the 10th. Information line has already been established. Go to 718-677-1010. Again, that's 718-677-1010. It's also shwekishow.com. Shwekishow.com. Check it out. 
and enjoy. Brand new event has been announced, and we have the information for you right here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. was a Rav in the capital of the early state in southern Syria. He was the author of the Sefer Pe Eliyahu. There was once a drought in the city of Marrakesh. It was in Morocco, and it lasted until the end of Adar. The whole Kehillah fasted and davened. Everyone cried and screamed, but no rain fell. One night, two Talmidei Chachomim had a dream that a great Chochom would be arriving in town. They would ask him to pray for rain for the community, and Hashem would answer with Gishme Bracha, the rain of blessing. The news spread quickly throughout the city. People were waiting in the streets to see who would be that great tzaddik that would enter the gates in the morning. The next morning, Rav Chamoy came to the city, and two Chachamim, along with all the people, came to greet him. They stood in front of me like a pillar, writes Rav Chamoy. They said, Abba, give us rain. Why should we die in front of you? In our dream, we were told that you will pray and Hashem will answer you. Rav Chamoy could not refuse them. He decreed that they should stop their work, they should come with him to pray in the holy places in the city, and the Sefer Torah was taken out to the streets. Afterwards, he spoke Divrei Musar. The words penetrated the hearts and the minds of the listeners. They said Vidoy and Slichos 101 times. They blew the shofar 32 times. The community gave a lot of tzedakah, and the hearts of the people were aroused and inspired. There was a huge outcry, and the earth was drenched with tears of the men, women, and children. Rav Chamoy writes, On that day I had a bris meal in the city. I spoke at the bris, and I davened a lot. After that, I took the dumb bris, and I wrote the name of Hashem on the wall. It was a wonder that shortly after that, the windows of heaven opened up, and the rains came with great blessing. It was a great Kiddush Hashem for all the inhabitants of the city, and they said about me, that I am the tzaddik of the rain. Rav Silberstein asked the question, how was he allowed to write the name of Hashem on the wall? It's a genai. It's not considered to be an honor for the name of Hashem to be written on the wall. In fact, it's spoken about in the Chassam Soifer Sefer. Hagoyin Rav Chaim Kanievsky answered, it must be that the tzaddik knew that after he would do such a maisa, the rain would fall. It was mutter because of pikoach nefesh. We can also add that the great Kiddush Hashem that came about warranted the placing of the dambris on the wall. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Shayam and the AM Mondays, we begin the week and welcome back those who were away for yeshiva break. If you were away and you were not able to listen to us or didn't have the opportunity, then a real welcome back to the air and thanks for, uh, or I say welcome back to the audience and thanks for uh, making us again part of your daily routine. And those of you who uh, insisted on staying tuned in even while you were away, I thank you for that. Special thank you to the person who emailed me Friday from Kvishesh in Israel, tuned in on the JM and the AM app. It's greatly 
appreciated. Sivia Tversky is with us live via telephone. She's lay president of Limud, New York, for the past four years, and together with the board oversees the conference, which hosts over 700 attendees. This year's conference is coming up February the 14th through the 17th in Stamford, Connecticut. Uh, she's a graduate of Stern College, Yeshiva University, with an MA in genetics from Sarah Lawrence and an MSW from NYU. Professionally, she's director of the Department of Genetic Counseling at Hackensack Medical Center, and again, for the past four years, has been president of Limud, New York. Personally, she is the daughter of the uh, late, great Ray Pesach Lovovitz of blessed memory, who was uh, whose name was... Uh, a very important name in our household for a long, long time. Sivia Tversky, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. I really appreciate the chance to be on the air with you. The siegel Lovovitz connection goes yes. way back, to say the least. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I still remember your father driving us to the Galan wow. in 68 and running out of gas. <laughs> that must have been an interesting adventure. Well, Tahal, Tahal very quickly came to our rescue. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> I'm glad it ended well, frankly. Uh, the Limud New York Conference, February the 14th through the 17th. Uh, it seems like uh, a lot of people have a lot to say about this conference. And we should note that it is uh, really a conference that attracts people from across the board, from really every area of Jewish life. I think you'd agree with that. But it does include members of our uh of uh, of our audience who are uh, from the Orthodox community as well. Would you say that this is a conference that represents a real cross-section of the Jewish people? Absolutely. For four days we meet and we break down all the silos. And I have to say that in 2004 when the founding members got together to form this conference, Lehman, New York, they decided that uh, the conference was going to be held to the highest level of standards, to the highest common denominator. So we're OU kosher. Um, Shabbat is observed completely, um, even though we have multiple Shabbat services. We have a beautiful Mechitza Minyan, which is basically um, run and grows and grows every single year. I mean, we keep moving into larger and larger space. Right. Essentially, you're offering whatever people normally do with their uh, with their own uh, Shabbos, with their own time. Exactly. And in all public spaces, Shabbat is observed. Right. And Shabbat is observed in terms of uh, being in a public Forum. You have some. Uh, I see Ari Shavit's going to be there. He authored the book My Promised Land, which is the subject. I wouldn't say of controversy, but certainly of great discussion in our global community recently. Yes, we're very excited to have to have him. We have we have many other individuals who represent Israel and uh, the Torah world. And uh, uh, Rabbi Kenny Brander will be there. Rabbi uh, Asher Lapatin. Uh, across the spectrum, and one of fantastic panels. Um, uh, really, really, really um, an opportunity to to sit down and talk to people who you would never really have the opportunity to to sit down and have lunch with right. um, and to learn with. I mean, I don't... Look, I, I understand it, and I'm sure you do as well. <laughs> when you come from rabbinic leadership families, uh, you, I, I, think, uh, I, I think the next generation always gets it. So I understand that people are, are uncomfortable in certain situations, but there has to be some benefit to getting together with people from across the spectrum and just uh, you know getting into discussion with them. It certainly it, it, it certainly uh, uh, often uh, is better than the alternative. Than uh, you know. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Nachum. It really um, when when my husband Nachum introduced the concept of perhaps going to the first league in 2005, I said to him, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, not for me." Right. I, and I just couldn't believe myself when I got there, 
and intending to leave right after Shabbos, because I didn't intend to, have a, to enjoy myself or to learn anything, that I couldn't believe 700 people scurrying around, running from session to session, people from all walks of life learning, studying Torah, um, learning, you know, we call them Jewish learning without limits, mm-hmm. that everybody who's there, no matter of where they come from along, across the spectrum, is looking to grow their Jewish neshama. And quite frankly, topics will be explored that in many uh, circles are never explored. A hundred percent. I mean, I... In a serious academic way, I mean. Absolutely. I mean, the academics that we have are top-notch. Um, we, 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 um, for me, I can tell you that for, I have learned so much about who I am as an Orthodox Jew. Um, having been a member of this, of this community, um, I have grown stronger in my identity, um, and I think that it is important that we, that we as modern Orthodox Jews are out there in the community and share what we have with the community. Sylvia Tversky is with us live via telephone, president of Limud, New York. Um, uh, Rabbi Mervis, chief rabbi of England, has a lot of uh, laudatory words about Limud in general. Is it possible that he might be at this event in February? I don't think so, unfortunately. But he is a fan, right? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He attended the last Limud in the U.K. in December, um, and he just had laudatory comments to say. I mean, he said, you can't help but feel Jewish when you come to Limud. Hmm. Very um, interesting. How do people uh, explore this on their own? What website can they use just to see if it is, in fact, for them and if they'd like to pursue being part of it? Um, www.limudny.org. And that's with two Our, M's, right? Sorry? Two M's, correct? Two M's, L-I-M-M-U-D-N-Y.org. Our whole program is on, entire program is on the schedule, is on the website. Um, every presenter bio is on the website. Um, we're just on the, on the fringe of selling out, so if you're interested in coming, we'd love to have you. Has anybody counted how many sessions and offerings there are? Because I went to the site. It goes on forever. <laughs> uh, we have close to 300 sessions. Wow. We run. We start our sessions at 8 o'clock in the morning. We go through probably around 11 o'clock midnight, which is mostly social, and we run around 12 concurrent sessions every hour and a quarter. So you're offering a tremendous amount. Yes, and you know, Limud, we feel everybody's a teacher, everybody's a student. So we all learn from each other. One of my favorite pictures that I can remember sitting sitting in a class with uh, um, a chassid was a strimal sitting and learning with a woman who um, never learned Chumash before, and the two of them just were staggering away. <laughs> it was just amazing. <laughs> You never know what you may find, huh? Never. Uh, all right, it's LimudNewYork.org, L-I-M-M-U-D-N-Y.org. It happens starting February the 14th, and it might be for you folks. A lot of people have a lot. I've been reading online a lot of comments about this conference. It is fascinating, frankly. Sivia Tversky is the president of uh, Limud New York for the last four years, and she will be there starting on the 14th of February. Thanks so much for joining us, and good luck with the event. Thank you. Thank you very much. 19 minutes before 8 o'clock. It's Monday at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M., Monday morning broadcast at 10 minutes before 8 o'clock. It's Super Bowl week, very big in this area. 
Seahawks and Broncos are staying right across the street. We've got everybody camped out in front waiting for autographs. Don't worry, folks. I'm kidding about that. We sent everybody to school this morning. Shalshelas with Hine Kel Impega, uh, done by um, uh, Yitzchak Fuchs here at JMNAM. Today is Holocaust Remembrance Day internationally. Uh, January 27th was chosen. The Russians liberated Auschwitz on this day. And um, there is a uh, ceremony going on as we speak which involves the majority of the Israeli Knesset, which is pretty remarkable. Malcolm Honline is there. He'll uh, give us a review of the event, of course, this Friday during our weekly update. And um, for those of you who missed it last week, we spoke with Johnny Daniels, who coordinated the entire event. Really a uh, a yeoman's effort to uh, get so many Knesset members there uh, to Eastern Europe and uh, be accompanied, the trip accompanied, by tens of survivors as well. Uh, really remarkable. And I noticed that one of the Arab MKs made the trip and was annoyed that other Arab MKs did not. We'll talk more about that toward the end of the week as well, right here at JM in the AM. I uh, take this opportunity to wish a mazel tov to a Pesach and Nechama Ashkenazi at Ezra's Torah in Yerushalayim, brand new baby boy. We say mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Well, uh, many of you have heard that there's a brand new international director of NCSY. Many of you, of course, are aware of the fact that we are big NCSY fans. They've been doing amazing work for all these decades and always seem to have uh, great leadership, especially in recent days. And uh, in our studio, visiting from Chicago, Illinois, where he will be based in the center of the country with access to the entire continental U.S. And, of course traveling abroad as well when needed, is the brand-new international director of NCSY, Rabbi Micha Greenland, who's in our studio this morning here at JM in the AM. Good morning and welcome. Great to have you here. Thank you, Nachum. Good morning. Great to be here. All right, let's start with Chicago. School is out today, huh? <laughs> it is. It's... And the reason is, and you told me this off the air, I almost fell off my chair, I... minus 16? That's what they're saying. The real temperature is That's 16 below zero. Correct, with uh, wind chills even lower than that. You know, you had your chance to move out of Chicago with this job. <laughs> right. You could have you probably gone anywhere and say you'd fly. Go to a comfortable hub like Phoenix or Atlanta. Exactly. <laughs> Making me question why Miami isn't the location of international NCSY headquarters. Uh, oh, well. Uh, well, congratulations. You served in Chicago, you told me, for 12 years? Correct. Correct. I Is it of... still a thriving Midwest region? I remember from the old days, people spoke of the Midwest like it was one of the amazing hubs of NCSY activity. Uh, we're very proud of what we accomplished in the last 12 years in the Midwest and uh, even for decades before that. Right. Uh, A.Y. Weinberg was the regional director there in my youth. And uh, I took over for him 12 years ago and uh, very proud of what we accomplished in expanding public school kid programming, um, reaching day school kids in a different way, and, um, and uh, expanding the operations beyond Chicago to Kansas City, St. Louis, Minneapolis, Milwaukee. Oh, so the Midwest is growing. Absolutely. We don't mean that in an American geographical sense, but certainly in an NCSY sense. Uh, no question. So so as regional director or whatever the official title was during your tenure there, you were always visiting exotic places like that, not just metropolitan areas like Chicago, but some of the towns you just mentioned. Exactly. If Kansas City is exotic, <laughs> then uh, then then exotic was what I was. Well, it uh, sounds to. more adventurous to me. Than, it you know. certainly is. And and, uh, you know, the the. Reality of, of recognizing when you're regional director in Midwest uh, that uh, that 
Jewish communities are all over the place and of all shapes and sizes mm-hmm. and uh, all flavors and varieties. Is Overland Park in that? Uh, Overland Park, Kansas, is uh, is is one of our um, strongholds. Try to go through my Sarachek tournament. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> memory bank to see what other communities I might know in the Midwest. But look, the truth is. Uh, you know, and I hate to uh, sound too New Yorkish, but the truth is that uh, when you think about it, when you, when you take pen to paper, you can come up with tens, if not more, of communities that in many ways are thriving in your area. Uh, no question. And I, I mean, just uh, sometimes we think in in, uh, in big cities, even in Chicago, that yeah. a, a community of <laughs> 8,000 Jews hardly rates as a, as a Jewish community of substance. Uh, when in reality, a community of 8,000, 10,000, 12,000 Jews is a, uh, is a thriving community. Um, we don't feel that way sometimes in Chicago or in right. New York, uh, but uh, there's no question that Indianapolis, Memphis, um, Overland Park, Kansas, certainly Milwaukee, Minneapolis, St. Louis, um, those, are, those are thriving Jewish communities with, uh, with, with a lot of important work to be done. Rabbi Micha Greenland is here, brand new international director of NCSY. Is it similar to what we you know here? I would say, just thinking off the top of my head, a place like Long Island or many places here in New Jersey have tremendous public school youth that are Jewish. Do you have pockets like that in the Chicago area? Um, we certainly do. Um, there, there's the a significant population in the public school would be Jewish. We we do, yeah. Uh, certainly in the in the northern suburbs in right. Chicago, as well as uh, some of the magnet schools in the city, um, have sub- substantial numbers of uh, of Jewish public school kids. Um, and that's uh, that's an audience that NCSY cares very deeply about uh, about trying to reach. So has the public school effort just completely not to again not to uh, in any way belittle the work of your predecessors, but I would assume you're probably enjoying your biggest numbers now because of that type of expansion. Uh, there's no question that I, what what Rabbi Steve Berg, my predecessor in national NCSY, right. was able to accomplish in expanding the the network of Jewish student union clubs in public high schools around uh, the whole country around the whole country is remarkable with over over 200 clubs in public high schools where our staff goes in and runs runs after school Jewish clubs for uh, for high school kids um, again all stripes and varieties um, where they're engaging themselves in Jewish life in a way that, that that's very easy access um, without any any uh, barriers to entry. Um, and, and absolutely, uh, we, we, are, we are seeing uh, greater numbers of kids. And now I think that the challenge for us now is to, is to galvanize that into, uh, into making sure that we're, we're bridging what we're accomplishing in the high schools um, to, uh, to broader and deeper Jewish involvement for those kids. Uh, what you're describing continues to allow people like myself and really folks who are proud of NCSY around the country and the world to just continue uh, lauding what you're doing. It, it's incredible. You have big shoes to fill, I would say. You mentioned Rabbi Berg. He did a very effective job in that position. I, he did. He did. He was my mentor in many ways and, and my boss for the last uh, seven and a half years. And um, We're big fans of his, and uh, and I'm sure we're going to grow to be big fans of yours uh, as well. Thank you. <laughs> but it is a challenge. I mean, he did a tremendous amount of work, and I'm sure you look at it, as a again, as big shoes to fill. Uh, I certainly do. Uh, but it, there's no question that it's, it's, uh, it's a privilege to be inheriting the leadership of an organization that is already successful right. um, rather than inheriting the leadership of an organization that might be uh, in, some, in some degree of, uh, of disarray. Thank God. We're, um, we're, 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 we're well positioned with great staff and great programs, and now we can uh, focus our attention on the, on the other challenges facing the Jewish community. Yeah, I mentioned this last week when New York NCSY was in here. 
they've got, and I'm sure this it's the same, especially in a place like Chicago, they've got such a pool of amazing, talented people who now you could choose from who are in their upper teens and 20s and 30s. And, you know, I'm not saying, I, I, I maybe I should say this, I think years ago, decades back, there, there was not, not close to the number of really good resources for great staff and, you know, those who could step in and play a great leadership role in the organization. I think we're, we're drawing from the spectrum of the Orthodox Jewish community in terms of our staff leadership, which is, I think, unique to NCSY in, in, uh, in many respects, um, where, where, uh, we had, we had our, our Central East Regional Director, uh, Rabbi Tzali Friedman, who's based in Detroit, is, is in Israel now interviewing staff. Oh, that would uh, never have happened years yeah, ago. Right. right. I mean, this, <laughs> this is the resources available from Yeshiva University and right. from, and, and from, uh, and from Turo College and from, um, and from other yeshivas and, and programs that are training people to do, uh, to do outreach and engagement work. Um, is just is just unparalleled. And Israel is a big factor because we see how the kids grow in a short amount of time in Israel and want to be involved in activities like this. So. Exactly, exactly. So that you know that that passion to 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 try to uh, uh, who are with people who are excited about their Judaism and are looking to share it with other people. Um, this is NCSY is a natural vehicle for them right. to have the opportunity to reach out. Now, rumor before we talk more about international directorship, rumor has it that uh, Rabbi Moshe Eisenberg is going to be replacing you in the uh, in, in the what, what do we call it, the Midwest region, right? Correct. And, and he happens to be here this morning. Rabbi Eisenberg, welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? You've got. I mentioned about the challenge that Rabbi Greenland you has. Think he has big shoes. <laughs> you also have a big challenge. Yeah, okay. At least con- a size fourteen. <laughs> in continuing. This tradition. Uh, how long have you been involved with it, Zeus? Uh, about about thirteen years. Wow. Been involved with it, Very nice. Yeah. And uh, you're taking over a very well established, as Ray Greenland mentioned, especially with the again with the public school expansion, etc. Absolutely. Very established. You're also going to be doing a lot of traveling, going north and south in the Midwest part of the country. Yeah. Listen, uh, Des Moines is. Uh, you know, <laughs> Des Moines uh, got Moines, a Jewish community. Des Moines got a Jewish community, and the Des Moines public school system has Jewish kids. Des Moines, Des Moines public school system does. Uh, the, wow. You know, there isn't a. There, we're not. A, we could be bigger in Des Moines. We could right. always be bigger in Des Moines. Um, but you know, if it's Des Moines, it's Des Moines, Minneapolis. You know, and, and I had a journalist over my home uh, for a Friday night meal, a, a non-Jewish journalist, and he's from Columbus, Ohio. And he says to me he was the only non-Jew in his public school class. Is that possible? <laughs> is it possible that, that there are certain public schools in areas of Columbus that have such a large Jewish population? I guess so, right? Uh, certainly it's possible. Uh, you know, what you see is Jews live near other Jews, right. often, often in the suburbs. And um, and and so what you have is I'm sure that was an exaggeration right. to some extent. <laughs> well, he did tell me that he had a bar mitzvah suit that he you know <laughs> kept in the closet because he had the bar mitzvahs to go to. You know, he had no choice. So that indicated to me that he was surrounded by a lot of members Absolutely. of the Jewish community. <laughs> uh, you know, I think some of the numbers are exaggerated, but we do we do have we do have have uh, areas certainly in Chicago, and it wouldn't surprise me if it's in. In many other cities around the country, where where people say there's over a thousand Jews right. in this public high school. Which Anybody is, come is, to the Archaikala from Chicago area? Um, the one yeah, that was in Connecticut. Yeah, so we there were 312 right. kids at the Archaikala altogether, and uh, um, and Midwest region, including Chicago, uh, sent the largest contingent. It was 61 kids from the from the Midwest at yep. that 
Uh, this Rabbi Eisenberg's doing a good job already. I see. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, big That's... shoes are small shoes. He's uh, he's well on his way. Very nice. That's a, and I, I look. I hate. To, I don't want to get to our Yachikala conversation now. We did this with the Ray Glasser when he was here a couple of months ago, or last month, I should say. But. It's just remarkable that this is how they spend their winter vacation. It really is. I mean, give me a break. (laughs) We we run a program, Latte and Learning, a program or Dinner and Learn, things like that. We had a reporter in Chicago come and take a uh, do an article on us, and uh, just a regular, you know, secular paper. And he said to me afterwards, he said, uh, Moshe, I I don't understand. All these kids, they they woke up at seven to go to school. (laughs) They they were in school till four or five. Then they have homework. Then they come at eight o'clock to learn. And I said, Yeah. He says, huh? Why? And I said, because look at them. They're going to come back. They're going to be inspired. They're going to learn for that one half hour or hour session, and they are going to, it's going to make their whole day. They're going to make their whole week. And he was so impressed with it. And that's, you know, Baruch Hashem, that's the way that this, the model is. You know, we, uh, you know, the kids will come because it's an unbelievable program. It's an, un- we have unbelievable staff that are teaching. And, uh, to them, it's just, it, it's something that they, they need to do. They, they look forward to it. Wow. Fantastic. Just fantastic. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmnam.org. Ray Moshe Eisenberg, you just heard. He is now the director of the Midwest region of uh, NCSY, and Rabbi Micha Greenland is the brand-new international director who will be based in Chicago as he does his work in the in his brand-new position. The, um, the You know, it's funny. A lot of people don't think of NCSY as international. You know, we think of it as many people think of it as a really, you know, uh, just limited to their area of the country, maybe not even realizing that so much is going around the entire United States. But it has literally expanded. I mean, you, you'll be traveling to Europe, right? Uh, certainly, and other places, and as other well. places as well. The the, the uh, there's no question that that uh, to some extent the, the word international is uh, is is uh, gives people the impression that right. oh I, I must be uh, I must be uh, all over the world. A all real the time. jet setter, exactly. <laughs> uh, when in reality, I, most of the operation obviously is in the United States and Canada, um, but. Um, uh, there, there's no question that we now have we have a program in in uh, Santiago, Chile, um, that's uh, the NCSY in in uh, in South America and in, in Buenos Aires, Argentina, also. I think Rayberg uh, used to speak about a Germany program, uh, right? And we have relationships with with Amechad in Germany, right. where uh, um, we're we're doing work in Germany, uh, a new relationship, a partnership with uh, um, that's just in its infancy with with H UK. Um, in the United Kingdom, um, working uh, working to bring some kids from uh, from from the UK to Israel this summer, um, and certainly programs all over Israel. Uh, so th- there's uh, there's no question that it's an international operation, right. uh, but that still 95 percent right. of of the kids involved and the programs that we're running are, are are here in the United States. What brings you to New York this week? Um, well, I'm here frequently. Uh-huh. Uh, it happens that last night there was a uh, an, an NCSY scholarship benefit dinner. Oh, uh, and I kept thinking it must be Super Bowl related. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, you heard the teams are in Jersey City like I did. <laughs> that's right. Um, I'm uh, I'm not that big a Broncos fan, but uh, I I. I um, uh, I was here last night for the Ben Zakai dinner, wow. uh, which was an extraordinary event um, where we we paid tribute to to six extraordinary people um, who, um, who who Ben Zakai is really NCSY's alumni Hall of Fame. Uh, this was inducting um, six uh, six people who each in their own way, some staff people, some alumni, 
um, into uh, into uh, to the 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 honor society, the Hall of Fame of NCSY alumni. Very nice. Um, and uh, it was also a, a, a bittersweet moment because um, um, one of the inductees was uh, Mrs. Ann Sampson Aleha Shalom, who was inducted posthumously, um, whose um, uh, whose husband Lee was the first regional director of the West Coast region of NCSY wow. in the uh, in the early 1970s, and uh, it was really a uh, it was a beautiful event and a, and a special tribute to. Uh, to to Anne Alashal. Well, Rabbi, Rabbi Cole, who's in New York, was from the West Coast, right? He was telling me about uh, correct the West Coast yeah. region last week during his visit. A lot of good people around the country, I must say. You really have some amazing people who are doing good work, and uh, you have an opportunity to really build on an incredible uh, a program that NCSY has put together. What what is it now? Is it fifty years, sixty years? What's the official? Uh, um, so we we this is. Uh, You'll be hearing more, but right. this is going to be our 60, 60th anniversary. 60 years of NCSY, founded in 1954. So 2014, there will be a lot of uh, um, a lot of special programming and uh, um, articles written and contests and uh, all sorts of uh, um, activities specifically around NCSY at 60. And nothing seems to be slowing down. If anything, just the opposite. Uh, absolutely, ramping up even. You know, uh, a lot of Jewish organizations uh, at 60 years. You know, <laughs> that's starting to <laughs> things to, start to wane a bit. <laughs> um, get into their uh, th- their back is hurting. Their right. knees are not the same. Exactly. Um, no, thank God. Um, I, one one of the things that was announced last night is that uh, is that Lee Sampson and the Sampson family are are um, um, endowing the. Uh, the, the, the TJJ, which is the Jerusalem oh, Journey, which is an amazing trip, uh, an incredible public school only um, five week trip to Israel that NCSY runs uh, that we we really do consider a game changer for the public school kids, um, and uh, now it's it's a multi million dollar gift that the Sampson family has made to, uh, to 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 rename TJJ the Ann Sampson TJJ. Sold out every year. Should I assume, um, it's, it's been sold out every year, and and the truth is, in order to expand it further, um, we needed more resources. Right. And uh, and what the Sampson family is providing is going to give us the opportunity to to expand right this this summer, God willing, to twelve buses for the first time, which is four hundred eighty public school kids that we'll be bringing to uh, to Israel this summer, um, with with potential um, with uh, with further investment to expand even further. Wow. That's yeah. an incredible number. Really, plenty is. from the Midwest, right? Um, absolutely. Right. Uh, it really it, it's it's developed to the point where now each region pretty much has uh, has a bus of their own participants, um, which is you know a, a, a southern region bus, a Midwest right. region bus, an Atlantic Seaboard bus, a New Jersey region bus, and uh, what that allows for is just the seamless transition of taking a a, uh, a student that we're working with during the year. Who has a designated staff person who works with them, let's say in in, in Teaneck, New mm-hmm. Jersey, or in Cleveland, Ohio, and um, and and the same staff person who works with them during the year is now leading a trip for them in the summer, um, with them and their peers, and then bringing them back to the city so that the the, the follow up and integration into into more mainstream NCSY programming post the TJJ experience is just phenomenal. All about the follow up, huh? It, it absolutely is. Yeah. Uh, um, in your out, case, the follow-up's great. <laughs> I, I, exactly. Yeah. I, it's all about uh, really a relationship that you're able to build. Giving giving somebody a great Jewish experience is really step one. 
Um, but if you don't have the have the tools in place to develop a relationship after that experience, then it's likely to fizzle and fade. And that's that's what we found that that when we have our staff people leading a trip for kids, and then they are the very people who are back in the hometown running clubs in their public high schools, latte and learnings in a Starbucks, um, having them for a Friday night oneg. Uh, there's th- th- that's that's a, a huge difference maker in making sure that the kids are uh, are engaged post post that experience. Rabbi Micha Greenland is uh, international director of NCSY, uh, newly appointed. Uh, you will stay in Chicago purposefully, right? I mean, I was joking or somewhat joking earlier that it's the center of the country, but we do know that people who travel a lot often use Chicago as the base for obvious reasons, and it'll help you a lot in that way. Uh, there's no question. And and uh, my, 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 my wife is from Chicago. My kids are doing, thank God, very, very well. Right. So no um, need to move. So no need to move, and and uh, and most of the work today is done is done by by phone right. by by airplane, um, <laughs> and uh, um, and and uh, once you're getting on a plane, it really doesn't matter what airport you're uh, you're leaving from. Right. Um, so, except in the case of Chicago, where they get snowed once in a while, but all right, you'll deal with that. Exactly. My <laughs> wife warned me that that uh, you know O'Hare Airport closes when it's five below zero. And uh, and she's a little worried I might not make it home at the end of the day. And that's but. bad when O'Hare closes. Because if I'm not mistaken, it is the busiest airport in America. Am I right about that? Uh, it I goes, it so. goes nose to nose with Atlanta every wow. year for whether O'Hare or, or Atlanta is the ba- busiest. Well, there you have it. Uh, Rabbi Micha Greenland has uh, graciously and enthusiastically accepted the brand new position as international director of NCSY. And I congratulate you and wish you a mazel tov and a mazel tov to the Orthodox Union. The OU and CSY, they, uh, we know that it's one, it's one of their crown jewels over at the OU, so it should continue to be that way, and it looks like under your leadership it certainly will. Uh, so congratulations, Yashikov. And, Thank uh, you. And feel free to come by uh, often to update us on what's happening in NCSY. Look forward to doing that. I appreciate that very much. Right, Moshe Eisenberg, good luck in your new position out Thank there you. in the Midwest. And Thank when you. we come out to Chicago, we'll look you up. Please do. Yeah, Please next do. time I'm in Wrigley Field, I'll make sure to uh, give you a call. Please. Find out where the best kosher places are to eat out there in the uh, Windy City. Monday morning at 12 minutes after 8 o'clock, a very exciting morning with friends from NCSY on a Monday at JM in the AM.
The great Sandy Shmueli with Baruch Haba here on a JM in the AM Monday morning. Uh, before that, Ana Hashem done by Shlomo Katz. JM in the AM. You know, there are, there are different organizations that are, I mean, we dealt with this last week. If you go to the New York NCSY website, they have a, um, a drawing for tickets to the Super Bowl this Sunday. Westside Institutional Synagogue has the uh, big um, Super Torah Bowl going on this Sunday, one of the entrants into the Super Torah Bowl is going to win tickets to the big game. The Joseph Kushner Hebrew Academy and the Ray Kushner Yeshiva High School has their 20th annual Super Bowl raffle. 
for two tickets for Sunday. The drawing is uh, today, but I believe, I believe that the deadline is this morning, meaning that you haven't, I think it's till 11 o'clock this morning to actually enter. So if you want to support the great work of the Kushner Schools in Livingston, New Jersey, and at the same time have a chance to win Super Bowl tickets for Sunday, here is your chance. Uh, I just searched Kushner Super Bowl, and I got it immediately. So anybody out there could go to any of those sites, whether it's NCSY site, Westside Institutional Synagogue, or anybody else who's uh, trying to give away Super Bowl tickets, and they can uh, find out how to enter those uh, respective drawings, etc., to support great causes. I got to give credit to the young Israel of Manhattan. I mentioned this earlier. The presidium and the uh, chair people of their annual concert are brilliant. You know that there are a lot of events that have been uh, scheduled specifically because Super Bowl Sunday is this Sunday. Uh, for instance, there's a big net game this weekend against Oklahoma. There's a big Nick game against Miami. Wednesday night, the Rangers are at Yankee Stadium. Because they know a lot of people are in from out of town, so a lot of big events in other sports have been scheduled. I did not realize how brilliant the young Israel of Manhattan is. They know that thousands of people are going to be coming in from out of town who are desperate for a great Jewish music concert while they are here to see the Broncos and Seahawks. So this coming Saturday night, February 1, Benny Friedman and Simcha Liner live at Seward Park High School at the corner of Grand Street and Essex Street for the Young Israel of Manhattan. How brilliant is that? How brilliant is that? Kudos to the Young Israel of Manhattan for giving everybody something to do Super Bowl weekend. And speaking of uh, Jewish music instead of other events, don't forget our Kosher Halftime Show. It's coming up Sunday, right after the first half. All you got to do is click on the uh, on the screen that you'll see at NahumSiegel.com. A big thank you to our friends at Cedar Market and Teaneck. A big thank you to our friends at Empire. A big thank you to our friends at the Orthodox Union. And a big thank you to all of you who are lauding us for presenting a Kosher Halftime Show. Everyone loves Kosher. We're presenting it this Sunday. All you got to do is click on my website, and you'll be able to check it out. Don't worry. We'll give you the details a million times before then. <laughs> and uh, if you follow us on social media, on Facebook, Jewish Radio World with Nahum Siegel, if you follow us on Twitter at Nahum Siegel Net, you'll see some of my uh, Jewish Super Bowl observations that I hope to get on those uh, social media sites this week. Don't forget the 9 at 9 is tomorrow night. The 9 at 9 is counted down by Yossi Zweig tomorrow night. We need your votes. We're begging you to vote. We want as many votes as possible. The more votes, the more interesting it is. All you got to do is go to my website, NahumSiegel.com. Now that you're back from vacation, you're back into your regular routine, you hit your computer this morning, go to NahumSiegel.com. There's a 9 at 9 link at the top. Just vote. Simple as that. And I welcome all of you who are back from out of town, from around the world, from all your vacations over the last week or so during Yeshiva break. And I especially thank those who've been listening on the app and other sources uh, all through vacation. We've got a lot of communication from people who just couldn't be without JM and the AM and JM and the org and just kept on listening, and I thank you very much for that. It is greatly appreciated. I would assume the Seahawks and Broncos are listening right now here in Jersey City in their hotel. They're real close by. And, uh, oh, Forgot to offer the teams a tour of the JM and the AM headquarters if they want it. <laughs> Maybe I'll tweet the mayor, get his recommendation. 
see if we need to clean up the place a little bit before inviting some of the NFL stars to come see the uh, vast operation. Afternoon showers with a high of 38. We're at 31 right now. The bad news, if you don't like the cold weather, is that tonight we go down to 10 degrees. Oh, yeah. Speaking of big Jewish music events, by the way, as Yaakov Shweki predicted last Monday here at JM and the AM, Yaakov Shweki, Baruch Levine, and Simcha Liner will be together on Monday night, March 10th, at Brooklyn College's Walt Whitman Auditorium. It's happening Monday night, March 10th. Circle the calendar. Information, you can dial 718-677-1010. 718-677-1010. Yes, yes, yes. They are together Monday night, March the 10th. He predicted that because we had, we had said to Yaakov Shweki, it's been a while since you've really done a massive show in New York. He said, well, I think that's about to change. And sure enough, it is. So put it on your calendar and get ready to enjoy. JM in the AM at 28 minutes after 8 o'clock. I thank you all for tuning in. A reminder, the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten coming up at 9 a.m. this morning. Don't forget to like the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten on Facebook. It's uh, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. And because a lot of people were away last week with Yeshiva Break, we are encoring last Monday's Israel Show between 9 and 10 Eastern Time right after JM in the AM.
don't shed talk of the town. He is the best guy around. If you're a guest or here for a look at his behest, you won't be mistook. Kohen or Levi or Israel like me, he'll make you feel content and at home cause Gabai of the shoe, keeping things so calm, walking through the gate and you can feel his charm, listens to your tale, quick to refer, offers you some schnapps or a new beaker, glad to make you a new member, cut you a deal on the price, people who have nothing even get a little bit of advice, Gabai of the shoe, see him for your cue, he'll tell you when to pick up always fine, never comes late, giving kids their candies is his greatest trait, never any kind of discord, never will he just pretend, always has the keys and makes sure someone locks up in the end. Gabby of the shoe, always tells you why, every passover will help you matzapai, calls them up for sure, makes them feel great, you should hear him say the prayer for the state. Everybody in the media, make sure you turn off your cell phone. Your sight on for Briss is he'll make sure to get you from your home. End of the year, cast off your load, return to your roots, to Shuva's the mode. This time isn't fun, it could be much worse. Wants to revive your spirit first. Here you're not forsook, here your soul's alive. The important thing in life is to be inscribed. Finding you a chair, giving you relief. If you've got a simple or you're bent in grief, giving you the source delivers this and that. And it does not matter if you wear a hat, presidents will give him welcome. Their pride is that he's on their side Doesn't take advantage Everything he does is with pride He never will entice Dratora's very nice Reads the Pasha every Shabbat At least twice Comes without a price Never takes a cut The people get Aliyah's Shul is never shut He can fix all kinds of devices No halacha that he doesn't know job would be a cinch, but the Almighty knows this is a partnership. Gabai of the shul sometimes takes the hit, but running God's house is worth every bit. 
I really love to lane and give out the moft here. It seems they want to re-elect me every year. We don't do it for the stature. Of this there isn't any doubt. Good deeds are abound, we do it to help everybody out. Well, Gabay of the Shul, make it to the Super Bowl halftime, kosher halftime show playlist. Will it? Yes or no? That's the question. We've been asking people through social media what they think should be on the playlist for Sunday. When Lenny and the Schlockers take to the stage during the uh, halftime show. I've seen a lot of interesting requests. Try to speak to Lenny tomorrow on the air. As that list starts to uh, finalize and we get set to present our kosher halftime show this coming Sunday. Should be interesting. Hey, we're in the midst of Super Bowl headquarters over here in Jersey City. Both teams are are within, what, a few meters of this studio, basically, at this point? Staying in those two beautiful hotels here in Jersey City. And... uh the game is Sunday, the halftime show about 8 p.m. Eastern time, and we'll have it on my uh, website. By the way, speaking of my website, I just voted for the top nine at nine. Tomorrow night, Jesse's Wag will count them down. If you haven't voted yet for this week, make sure to do so. Go to uh, NahumSiegel.com. The top of the page has a link entitled Nine at Nine. Before Schlockrock, you heard Ari Goldwag, first with Mina Meitzar, and then with Amechad off of the CD, Amechad. A little bit of a double dose for you here at JM and the AM. A quarter before nine o'clock. Good morning, everybody. Hope you've uh, hope you've adjusted to the fact that it's a back to school, back to work edition. A lot of people with the yeshiva break. A lot of people were off last week. I am so glad that you again have made JM and the AM part of your daily routine. Thank you very much. And a lot of people out there insisted on listening to JM and the AM even during vacation. How do you like that? So a big thank you to everybody who's been uh, out there for us each and every morning and continue to do so. Told you were, ah, you know what? We did that already. We'll do that, uh, <laughs> we'll do that again tomorrow. Today is Holocaust Remembrance Day internationally, January the 27th. And as we speak, a gathering of more than half of the Knesset members is happening at Auschwitz as we speak. A, a moving ceremony, a symbolic ceremony, and a really very important ceremony. It involves not just members of Knesset, but survivors as well. Malcolm Holmline is there. We'll speak with him Friday on this program in our regular weekly, weekly update uh, slot. And we will ask him about that experience, a very interesting one taking place right now in Eastern Europe. This is JM in the AM.
He is amazing, Aryeh Kunstler. Before that, Baruch Abitan had Adon Olam. You heard Avram Avram Fried with Amachaya here at JM in the AM. Coming up on two minutes before the hour, Mayor Weingarten with an encore presentation of last week's Israel show. A lot of people missed it last week because of the um, yeshiva break, so we're going to re-air it right now, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern time on the stream. 
jmnam.org. Mayor Weingarten with the Israel Show. Make sure to like the uh, Israel Show uh, page on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. Mayor posted last week a whole bunch of great stuff, videos, music, etc. So you can follow along uh, with what he's presenting between 9 and 10 this morning in our stream at jmnam.org. Vote for the 9 at 9. Don't forget to vote for the 9 at 9. It happens tomorrow night. It's always exciting. Uh, vote by going to NachumSigl.com. Hit the 9 at 9 link at the very top of the page. Simple as that. Achenu Yisrael and Achim our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial and around the world on the web, jmtheam.org. I thank you all for tuning in. Tomorrow we're back. We'll start at 6 a.m. as we get closer and closer to the big game on Sunday. I'll have more talk for you about what's happening this weekend in Jersey City and other places. Oh, yes, should be very interesting. Have a, a fabulous Monday. Until tomorrow, Nachum Siegel reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.